Here's a quick way to check to see how a prospect stacks up. Run them through the prospect scale. Here it is. How can you tell which of your prospects is likely to be one of those magic one to four? Here's a quick way to check to see how a prospect stacks up. Run them through the prospect scale. Here it is. Take your pencil and a piece of paper. Number from one to 10, left to right. One to threes are people whose working background is or was exclusively as an employee for someone else. The numbers distinguish the quality of their performance. So a one is not such a good employee. A three is a stellar employee. So the slow, sullen employee at the restaurant is a one. The one who goes the friendly extra mile and says, well, gosh, what else could I get you? Would you like some of this? Would you like some of that? Is a three. Four to sixes represent people who own their own business. This can be a one-person show, or it can be one with lots of employees. Franchise owners come in here as well. Anyone on 100% commission is also in the four to six range. For example, real estate brokers or agents, or any other direct salespeople like Kirby, Electrolux vacuum cleaners, Fuller Brush, people whose income depends solely on their own performance. Fours are not too good at it. Sixes are great. The seven to tens are people with some to lots of network marketing experience. Sevens are not so successful as network marketers. Tens are the ones everyone dreams of at night getting into their organization. Here's what you want to know about these different groups of people. The employee, which is the series one to three, they get a fixed guaranteed salary. If an employee needs supplies, what do they do? They go right to the supply cabinet and take whatever they need. Nothing to buy for doing their job. Pencils, sharpeners, Kleenex, everything is provided and available somewhere in the office or in the supply cabinet. Because of that, employees are the same ones who might ask this horrid question. What? I have to spend my own money to do this? And now you know why. They've never had to spend any money to do anything of their own regarding a business. Everything has been supplied by their employer for as long as they've been in the job market. Here's the biggest concern of an employee. What's the guaranteed income? And why not? That's what they thought about their entire professional lives. How much salary? What are the benefits? What am I going to get for doing whatever it is I'm going to be doing for you? That's their focus. Now, the four to six group, which is people who have owned their own business and do own their own business, including franchise owners or anyone on 100% commission sales, they do buy their own pencils and pencil sharpeners. So they understand that they have to lay out money and effort to build a business. This is a good thing. But the big concern of business owners and franchise owners is that their agents or their employees will leave and start their own competing business across the street. So that means that they keep their best training tips to themselves. And why not? If someone's going to walk off with your best tips and start working for someone else, that's not such a good feeling. So what happens with business owners when you get those people into your business, they have to come to trust sharing their best ideas with new recruits. Why? Why should I tell my new recruits all my good stuff? Well, here's why. So the new recruits succeed and throw off some income to him or her, enabling the business owner to work a little less. The idea with business owners, whether they're franchise owners or whether they own their own business, if they learn to share their tricks and secrets with their new recruits, then the possibility that they themselves can retire because their organization is doing the work for them. Once they see that, it's like, I got it. I'll tell them everything I know because there's no worry that they're ever going to go away. There's no worry of competition going across the street. 
the more you teach your people in your organization, the more likely that you can take some time off. The next category is 7 to 10, the networkers. And of course, we all know, they already buy their own pencils and their own Kleenex. One of the big concerns of networkers is this. What are the alternatives to contacting my friends, family, and neighbors? Most of them will tell you, I've burned through my entire warm market. I don't want to contact them anymore. Every deal I've been in has been belly up. The company's gone belly up. I've gone belly up. I want an alternative to that one particular method of reaching out. And you're going to have those alternatives to offer. All right. So here's the question to ask your prospect so that you can get this prospect scale information. Let's say someone's calling you because they've heard or read about your company, they've heard about what you market, and they want to get some more information. Before you launch into your pitch, go into the doctor mode, which I'll explain in just a minute, and ask this introductory question. I'm glad you called. So what attracted you to this, given the information you read or heard so far? Good. They might say, I'd like some extra income because I want to send my kid to private school, or I'd like to have less expensive communications, or... I'd like to feel better, look better, have more energy. Whatever they say, assuming, of course, that the person has life force and that you're interested in them, you can decide if what you have is right for them or not. And then, to place them somewhere on the prospect scale immediately, ask them this question. Great. So, let me ask you, have you ever done anything like this before? Direct sales or network marketing? Or have you ever owned a business? The response to this one question will tell you their professional background as it relates to the prospect scale. Then, you can make a good guess about how long it'll take for them to get up to speed on what it takes to build a successful networking business. And that'll help you decide with whom to spend the most time first. Hey there, this is Kim Claver, and I'm glad that you had a chance to listen to this, and I hope you enjoyed it. I have a little audio, it's both an mp3 and a CD and a book actually called Rules for the New New MLMer. I recorded this a few years ago and I think there might, if you enjoyed this, you probably will enjoy some of the other stuff that's on there. Some of the topics include, for example, how to leave a goodbye message, which I've used for years and I probably get 80 to 90% of people calling me back when I use it. Another tip that's going to be on this CD program, this MP3 program, is your email signature. What should you put there so that somebody gets curious about what it is that you have and what you do? So if you'd like to see some tips that are like this, go to prospectscale.com, P-R-O-S-P-E-C-T-S-C-A-L-E.com, prospectscale.com, and that'll take you to a little $12 program That is either an MP3 or a CD, or you can get the book versions right around $12. So you can get a taste of what I do and see whether or not it can help you build your business. All right, so I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you want to come to my Facebook page, I'd love to have you. Facebook.com forward slash Kim dot Claver, K-I-M dot, you know, period, K-L-A-V like Victor, E-R altogether dot com. Or you can come to my blog. I have a blog at kimsblog.com, K-I-M-S-B-L-O-G.com, kimsblog.com. All right, I'll see you there. Oh, and if you think this is useful for folks, if you have people in your group that you think might benefit from this and who'd like to get some just kind of freebie information and see whether or not this is something for them and that might help them, feel free to pass this along. 
in case it helps them because, you know, whatever's good for them is good for you. All right. Talk to you soon. This is Kim Claver. Bye.